I'm allergic to feathers. And this is the Science Fiction <laughs> Rating System, a podcast about science fiction films where we rank them and put them in a big list. We rank, not rate. But never mind. It's far too late to change that. My name is Sam Draper, and I'm joined by fellow rankers, Chris Redding. Hello. And Alex Humphrey. Hey there. Can we do a name change this late in the game? Go on. No, no, no that's not. That's not. Also, ranking system just doesn't sound very good. No, it doesn't. No. Sounds a bit, you know, sounds like what it sounds like, doesn't it? We don't want to invoke that kind of thing. Uh, we're here to watch films every week, and we've been watching some 2017 films recently. Uh, you may have been expecting Alien Covenant, which will now be next week. Do you say Covenant or Covenant? Covenant. Covenant. Co- oh, Covenant. 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 I think co- Covenant sounds Cov- nicer, doesn't covenant. it? But I say Covenant, I think, more. But I think Covenant of. sounds... Cov. Covenant. Covenant. It'd be a U, wouldn't it, if it's Covenant? But it is, a, it is well, Cov. You can say it either way. Covenant. Anyway, that's next week's problem. Uh, this week, <laughs> we're actually going to skip around in time a bit, and we're going to do our user-requested... 2017 film which was Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets uh, a film by French alleged and now proven not guilty in court rapist Luke Besson (laughs) Uh, and uh, this was his last big film before that uh, kicked off and he was sort of semi-cancelled I think he's back now because as I say not proven in court all alleged that he's a rapist Luke Besson (laughs) How many, here we are. how many people came out? Was it one of those ones where loads of people came out? Yeah, or? Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Not enough evidence. Oh. And as we all know, if it's not enough evidence, it didn't happen. So therefore, he's all right. Um, have we all seen this film before? Alex, you had seen it. Yeah, I had, right? definitely, yeah. Uh, it was one of those films that I, I like Luke Besson. Yeah, I like his films. So I was like, oh, I'll give this a go. So, but that was, that was a few years ago. Uh a few years ago, right. Chris, have you ever seen this film? Yeah, I've seen it a few times, actually, a couple of times. Well, just not like all the way through, but it was on telly loads, so it's always it's been on while I've been cooking a few times, you know, right. that sort of vibe. I think that uh, Chris has almost nailed this entire episode by saying <laughs> that he's watched it a few times, like bits of it. I think that's kind of like... While says, doing something else. While doing something else, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's pretty much... We could stop there, really, couldn't we? Mm. <laughs> uh I hadn't. I mean, seen that it. pretty much nails my uh, <laughs> involvement in the podcast. <laughs> um, this was. This must be on Netflix. I'm guessing, mustn't it? Yeah. Because yeah, I thought so. Because I've also seen bits of it, but in more of a turn it on, turn it off again kind of way. Um, as I mentioned last week, kind of do that quite a lot. So anyway, uh, this is based on a, a French comic mm. called Valerian and Laurel. Well, sorry, Laureline. Mm. Was it Loreline they say or Loreline? Loreline. It's confusing because Lorelei is obviously a name, isn't it? And Loreline. It's Loreline. I just kept um, calling them Dane and Kara in my notes because I just couldn't <laughs> be bothered to call them anything else. <laughs> the, the first thing I think this, this film does, which is pretty bad, is that the comic was called Valerian and Loreline, and this film's just called Valerian the City of a Thousand Planets. So straight away, it's a bit of a diss on old uh, yeah. uh, Cara Delevingne. Devilly? Devilly? Cara what? Devilene. Is it Delavine or Delavine? Delavine. Oh. Yeah, I know, he's a mess. Uh, <laughs> and yes, yeah, so it's based, based on a comic from the 70s. It was big in France that I'd never heard of. Have either of you heard of no, any exposure no. to this? No. no, no. Didn't the guy um, die last week? Oh. Did he? This Monday, oh, I think. Uh, oh. I think uh, the illustrator, I think. Oh. We would only there ever pull such a fitting time oh, right, tribute yeah. out. 
by mistake. So yeah, that sounds about <laughs> yes. right. Yes. Well, congratulations to us and commiserations to uh, the family of Jean Claude Messier, who mm. is dead. So um, I yes. did. I did know though, or I had mm. read that. Because uh, Fifth Element, he got the guy Mobius on board, didn't he? Mm. To d- and I, I did. I do think when we were doing Fifth Element, or when I'd read about Fifth Element before, that these guys as well were also involved with Fifth Element because the the look of that was based on the look of the of the comics. This, so it was yeah, another one of the of the Fifth Element influences. Have either of you got any idea about how big it is in France? Is it is it like really well? Like Asterix big? Yeah, I don't know. No. Because the way that certain characters are in it, especially those like weird duck things, it's as though like we're meant to all think, "Oh, it's those guys." And we all know them. And I wondered if in France that would be the case, or well, it's the, I read it's the main story is based on the sixth volume, Ambassador yeah. of the Shadows, um, but also it's got bits of other ones in it. But then, yeah, how how much is is it like a Marvel film, and they're like like really trying to be as, or is he just like yeah. really loose about it, and he doesn't really care. I, think I mean it's that option, the loose yeah, option. Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean the the thing is, it's international film. It was clearly meant to be a big deal. Mm. You need to make more of an effort to introduce people to your world. I think. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it, uh, also it's directed and written by Luc Besson. Yeah. Who is not a native English speaker, and that becomes ve- readily apparent. Also, the fact there's even a joke, isn't there? Where doesn't he Dane Dehane say like, "Oh, I don't speak French," or someone says, "Oh, I can't yeah, speak yeah, French." Like yeah. it's almost like a diss joke oh. at the at the original source material. Like, yeah. Well, I was just shouting at the screen. You can't speak fucking English, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the film starts with. I quite like the intro. Actually, you get a bit of a space oddity, and it gives you a very brief history of space travel. I think it's a great intro. Uh, I think it, it's great. That's yeah. what got me hooked. Yeah, love that it, intro. It, it zooms through like this the creation of this space station of orbiting Earth, and it's all the bits being added onto it. And I like like the motif of them shaking hands of aliens that get progressively weirder. Do you nice. know uh, who those welcome captains are? Mm, are they actual astronauts? They're actual directors that Luke Besson's worked with. There's... Oh, is it that um, Megaton bloke? Is he there? Uh, yes, he is. Oliver Megaton's yeah. there. Uh, Louise Lettrier, who did Incredible Hulk and Unleashed, which is the best of one. Uh, and Gerard, I can't say your second name, sorry. The guy that directed all the Taxi films. You remember? Right. Yeah. So they're all people. Gerard Taxi, you know. Krauziek. Uh, He's got a C-Z-Y-K-N to his name. So I don't know. Kruyer. Kruyer. Kruyek. Yeah. I mean, probably so yeah, they're all, I think there's four of them and they're all directors or writers that he's worked with. Right. Well, there you go. Got his mates in. But yeah, a lot of shaking hands of aliens. And uh, it's good because it kind of takes you from normal sci-fi into very wacky mm. in that kind of little like arc of handshakes, isn't it? Which yeah. I quite appreciated. Yeah. And some David um, Bowie. Yeah. Yeah. And, so then a bit, and bit some the good Bowie. alien designs straight off the bat. Yeah. Um, and, and we get a bit of Rutger Hauer, who is... I think he's on the poster, his name is, but he's in this film for literally like yeah. 30 seconds, isn't he? Looking very, very, very old. I think um, I think he had to like I think he asked him to do it as like a favor like it doesn't feel like yeah. a it doesn't feel like he was it feels like oh do you mind coming in and doing this speech strange isn't it yeah he's just there to say to set it up basically that, that this city got too big it was in danger of being sucked into earth onto earth's uh, surface and so they jettisoned it out into space as sort of an it international would be, I mean it wouldn't be in any danger of that it's either in orbit or not 
So, so they're wrong there straight away with the science. Yeah. Well, I don't know how it'd be any more in danger than a small no. space station. I guess it's more I guess it's risk <laughs> if it does. What if they built such a big extension that they went, they built into the atmosphere? Would that drag it down? Well, that then? would just be silly. Why would they do that? <laughs> Why would they just build the other way, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, they would they just go to a wider orbit. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we built the wrong way. We, 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 we <laughs> We've built to get towards Earth. We just need to go away now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a construction office. Like, what we told you about building is with the one direction we don't build is toward the planet. <laughs> Shit. Uh, anyway, yes, yeah, so they, sh- they send it off into Earth. Uh, sorry, into uh, the galaxy, and that's the end of that for now. Um, and then we meet this planet, Planet Mule. Mm. And um, the the thing I say for this film is, it does look really nice, doesn't it? The use of color, yep, and the sort of willingness to go like really balls out with the sci-fi, yep. Mm. It, it really looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, it like like they say like Fifth Element like kind of willingness to sort of take it's not an American looking sci-fi film is no. it? which I appreciate no no it feels like some of the look of the costume designs the guy you know that the, in the next scene that the the, um, the kind of the team that is supporting Valerian and her you know they wear those like they're like wearing like a grey top and then they got weird big helmets. They yeah. really look like Fifth Element kind of yeah. soldiers or whatever. There's a mm. good design. He's just good at design and stuff, isn't he? Like that's where his strength. I wonder is. who did the design on it. I guess it wasn't Gautier again, was it? Like no, it wasn't Fifth Element. But whoever, it- I mean, that the the art and visual department of this film, yeah, deserves better. Is my sort of takeaway from this film because I think they did a great job. It's like coherently weird, isn't it? And also, yeah. you go through so many different um, like biomes, as is mm. the word of the day. These days, uh, that you know, and it's all unique and looks nice, isn't it? And this first planet, it's like Avatar place, isn't it? Avatar yeah. on the beach. I I, then, I put mermaid Egyptian models. Yeah, where the mm. he's are also she's. They're all she's, aren't they? Even some of them are Seems he's, to be. which I didn't really get. Yeah, uh, which is kind of weird in itself. They all live in like big shells, but then it gets even stranger when this like strange armadillo dude <laughs> eats a pearl and then just starts like pooping. Like, Poopy yeah, pearls. just shitting pearls like mad. <laughs> so much so that when I saw it, I was unsure that I was watch- I was actually seeing it properly because they hold it. You see it from the front, don't they? Yeah. And at the back, it's just spraying out everywhere. <laughs> and I wasn't really entirely sure what I was watching, but then it becomes clear as the film goes on that yes, this little creature has the power to poo multiple amounts of one thing you give him. Oh, is, is that what it is? Yeah. No matter, oh. no matter what he eats, he poos out a lot of those things. Why don't they ever do that in a different way again? Why don't they give him... They do, don't they? Isn't there one other thing he poos out at some point in the film? Sure there is. I thought he just pooed pearls. No, I think he poos something. He poos um, uh, uh, Laureline's earring. She gives him a little per- a little earring and he poos that out. Oh, I didn't see... Oh, I didn't notice. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's his skill. Yeah. And uh, at this point you think that's weird, but it turns out the whole crux of the film will base on, on this yeah. sort of armadillo. Also, this entire scene is done in an ailing language with no translation, isn't it? There's, there's a little bit of subtitles, isn't there? Tiny, but mm. not very much. Yeah, not much. It's weird as well how it comes and goes, because it, initially it sounds like they're all just saying hello, and you think, fair enough. Mm. And they have this conversation, it goes like, oh, Dad, you know, whatever's happening, go and give this to my daughter, the princess. Mm. Thanks for that plot. Uh, and then they have a whole other conversation that isn't subtitled so it's, yeah. it's weird yeah yeah. Um, things go south fast because they're under attack from these it's another impressive visual isn't it mm. this, yeah. this uh, apocalypse yeah no it looks really good it's very well it's done true. this yeah yeah 
Um, and they're wiped out, except for a few who get away in a spaceship. Although I don't know how that... I mean, they're in a derelict on the planet, aren't they? Um, and later on, they the disappear. The planet got blow up and they... It was jettisoned out or something from the surface. Yeah. It's Maybe. not really explained, is it? No. But, um, and, and also, isn't this 30 years ago? Uh, yes, 30 years ago. It is ago. in the past, yeah. yeah. And the princess dies and sends a shockwave out. Yep. And we cut to 30 years in the future... And but it, it's just hitting the dude. Is that right? But they say those things, the, the computer says those things can move across time and space. Right. It does say that. So yeah. we switch to another beach and the film takes an instant nosedive. <laughs> really? Yep. Yep. You're in no doubt about who's behind the camera as we get Carl Delevingne in no clothes yep. uh, <laughs> wandering around the beach. And the lead here is Dane DeHaan, who I wasn't familiar with. Have you seen anything else before? He's, nope. I didn't know it was him, but he's um, he's the he's green... Spider-Man, Yeah, he's he? in the other... Um, oh, God, what's his name? Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man as the Green yes. Goblin. Um, he wasn't brought back for no way. <laughs> he was not brought back, though. No. I mean, the problem I've got with this guy, he's got the most annoying voice, hasn't he? Like, he talks like this, like he's putting on a tough guy voice. Mm. You're not annoyed by that? No, I, I think it it's, doesn't make much sense. They're both annoying. They're yeah, both annoying. So can't act. for me, number one, why are they so young when everyone yeah. else is so old? He's a major. She's a yeah. lieutenant. The captain and the commander and the general you see later on are way older. It, 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 we're not in an Ender's Game world where everyone that's a soldier is young. Why are oh, they God. so young, but yeah. so skilled and respected in the military? I didn't understand that. So they should just explain that. And also, it's one. I think this film is like, it's like the most unemotive film. Like they don't ever emote. Almost, it's like they don't have. It's like they're robots. They don't seem to have. I think Cara yeah. Delevingne tries harder later when she's not with him. There are scenes yeah. when she's not with him where she's actually acting. But when she's with him, it's almost like he's sucking the emotion. And it's just got, like being a goth. Yeah, like, right. and they've got no chemistry either. No, no chemistry. I, I wonder whether there was actually more of a plot that developed their romance. But they realised how wooden they were. They just thought, we've got to go out the date by him saying, I want to marry you. Yeah. Because they, they kind of skip the attraction step into yeah. their, this mm. idea. He's got a playlist of all the women he slept with, which appears to be, like, he, he looks about 20. <laughs> and there's a, a wall of about 60 people. So he's been on absolute, you know. Yeah. A tear through the galaxy, really, going crazy. I mean, I would just say, off the bat, if you went through this film and edited out all of the scenes between them that mentions love or marriage, it mm. would be a far better film. I agree. I think if you edited them out in total, my problem with him is, as I say, that voice mm. is so... I don't know if he talks like that in real life. I, don't, I hope not. Yeah, I don't know. Could just sounds so put on. It's like a small child trying to sound like an adult, isn't it? The way he's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that it's really really it's annoying. not he doesn't look or act like a hero does he like or, or no, like even a no. traditional uh, she does I think she does way better than him she comes out of definitely, this way better definitely. than him um, he also looks a bit like he's a drug addict he's got these gigantic <laughs> bags under his eyes which yeah, again pale and yeah I yeah. wrote that down it's yeah. strange for, for his age again and how old would the actor have been when this film was made Dane DeHaan so he would have been uh, 21 so at the time of production I suppose 20 yeah it's a strange leading man it's role. also strange casting because it's not like he was some big news at the time no no so why was he picked 
It's very odd. The whole thing's very odd. And Cara Delevingne, like we know why she's been picked. Luke Besson's a pervert. <laughs> and but not doing so many favours when she can't act either. And as you say, she's a bit better later on, but she's still pretty bloody awful, isn't she, as a, as a yeah. leading lady? Yeah. And it's not helped by the fact the script is terrible and as you say, this love story's terrible. Oh. But still, you know, when you're being outacted by Rihanna, who could be outacted <laughs> by God. this can of screen spray. You know, it's it's a bad it's a bad scene. Yeah, to be honest, actually, Rihanna made the best choice being in this because she kind of like shines because yeah, like you say, she's she's so much better than him in those scenes. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Ethan Hawke, it's just... the only film she's probably ever been in. Where they're like, <laughs> you're not the worst actor in this film, Rihanna. <laughs> anyway, yeah, as he's, as Alex said, these are the majors in the uh, Galactic Space Force, whatever the international, whoever they what, whatever, whatever they are, working yeah. for Herbie Hancock, basically, aren't they? Yeah, which is bizarre. We never really find out what the actual deal is with, like, what who they work for and things like that. Yeah, he, really. he's a defence minister, and he just pops up and gives them missions, and it's Herbie Hancock. Yeah. Why is it Herbie Hancock? Is Herbie Hancock an actor in anything else? I tried to... I couldn't see him <laughs> credited in anything else. So the name came up, I thought, it can't be that Herbie Hancock, and it clearly yeah. was. It's just a strange... It's like... It's like Luke Besson watched... Bill and Ted the night before yeah, the yeah. casting and went, oh, you know what would be really good if we just get a random <laughs> musician as, as like the person who's giving them like the jobs. It's like some weird jump in his head where he went, oh, that'll you know, work. It is like a really strange French sense of humour type shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Which is which can be good, can't it? Like, I mean, it's fine as a talking I mean, head. he's quite good, isn't it? I mean, he's not doing much, is he? No. Yeah. He, he orders him off on a mission anyway, uh, which is to go and get this, this like artefact thing from uh, a planet where there's like uh, a market that oh, exists in another dimension, it is good. The first really thing like is they clearly couldn't get Russell Brand, could they, for the role of the guide? <laughs> yeah, that and there's is a guy <laughs> doing the worst Russell Brand impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That is, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the idea, if people haven't seen it, is that you go to this big open desert field, and in a different dimension, there's this huge market. And so you put like a virtual reality set on, don't you, go into it. It yeah. is like an AR type vibe, isn't it? Like a... It's a clever idea. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I think it looks so great. And I love how they constantly cut back to them just wandering around the desert, like looking yeah. like idiots with their gloves and stuff on. And I think, it's, I think that's a really, I don't know if that idea, I think that idea is in the comic. So I don't think it he must came up with that idea, yeah. but it's, it look. I think it looks brilliant. In, in it's it's well done, isn't it? Like, there's enough budget behind this to make it believable, and you buy it, don't you? And mm. There was a huge budget. This was the most expensive French film after Fifth Element, I think. You can believe it. I mean, it does look. Mm-hmm. It looks wonderful. And again, the costumes, like the the costume department, really comes into their own. Then, like you said, Alex, the team that brings them in on the bus is really good. Yeah. That little that kind of bus look. That's a very sort of French. Yeah. Like retro, but not look, and then all the different creatures and stuff. Mm. Oh, and they have that cool thing where they shoot the dart into the guards, and then they're remote controlling mm. the guy. Yeah. That's really yeah. good. It's like again, it's it's silly. They do it maybe a bit too much, but it's a good idea again. Like, mm. I do feel though that they kind of they they rush through a lot of their original ideas on this first set piece, yeah. and the film gets more and more like it wants to be Star Wars and has run out of ideas. Definitely, yeah. on, I think. Yeah, true. It's a very I'm just long... about like following it at this point though. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather watch though Valerian and the city of like a multi-dimensional market. Like the whole thing was set in this place. Yeah. It'd be more interesting, I think, wouldn't it? It's um well, I guess it is Moss Eisley, but, it, but it's at least visually interesting, isn't it? And it's such a big mm. the place to go to. Mm. Um they're ripping off this gangster anyway. 
like a Jabba the Hutt type, played by John Goodman, which is another bizarre casting thing. Yeah. Um, and and this is I quite like the idea they've got this like multi-dimensional box, haven't they? Where he's yeah. he his arm goes through into the dimension, and he's not through, and he can bring it back through with this box, can't he? Yeah. He, what I didn't understand was there's a bit he gets stuck eventually, doesn't he, in the dimension? But before that, he could very easily have just snapped back out of it and been in the desert. I don't. It's because he's holding the gun, isn't he? The gun's in the box. But, mm. but once he's got the thing, he doesn't need to, does he? He just get, he can just oh, go, he can't can he? Just come he out. just drops the gun and just leaves. Yeah. I don't understand why he he runs, runs around like a gun. Yeah, true. I don't know. I don't know. No. Um, there's a lot of bits like this in this film where mm. it doesn't really add up. No. <laughs> you know, like the, the the idea of this box with a gun sticking out of it running around, yeah, that's funny, but yeah. it's just not really, doesn't make sense. Very um, French. It is very French, as is the... You know, and he gets all the ball bearings on him and he falls through all those floors. Yeah. And he's in that weird... He goes like a weird, like, haberdashery or something. This, like, little, like, blob creature who's going like... like a, whoop, yeah, whoop, that whoop, teddy tubby whoop. thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's good. It's strange. But again, it's, it's fun, isn't it? It's, oh, it's yeah. interesting, it's weird. It's moving yeah. it's a lot, quickly. In some ways, a lot more interesting than, like, recent Star Wars because you actually have never seen stuff before and mm. you're there going, ooh, what's Definitely, this? Yeah. definitely. It's got a visual element to it that is just it's original isn't it and there's yeah. so much going on especially in this early bit that you're kind of yep I can see why you would watch it more than once really with the sound off especially because there is a lot to see mm. I like to like, freeze frame it mm. watch bits of it it's but, a good um, pace at this point you, you've mo- you're moving quickly yeah, yeah. through things at this yeah. point and as much as like what the again like what the major two um, Cara and Dane are doing is it doesn't really make much sense and her role of kind of just walking around the place <laughs> And happening to be around at the right time to press a button, yeah, is is again like they just couldn't work out what to do with a second lead, could they? Really, yeah. yeah. Um, but it'd be interesting okay. to see the, whether the comics they're more, you know, they're more of a duo, more useful to each, you know, like. Yeah, interesting to see. What... I'm guessing if, as it's called Valerian and Laureline in the comic, yeah. you'd hope yeah. it would be more of a. Because he's a thoroughly unlikable character, like mm. to look at, and he just looks so like disinterested in the world. Yeah, I think and... one of the comics uh, with the main one with her in, he gets captured at the beginning, and the comic is her getting him back. Right. So it's mainly about her. It is mainly about her. And like you said, that's the strongest piece of action in the film. Is that bit when she's by herself mm. going after him? He, I mean, yeah, unlikable is the word. Really, he just he just looks like a dope. He sounds like a dope. He's, he's like. You just doesn't scream someone you'd want to like have a beer with. No, no. and right. he's obviously competent, but he's not like particularly. Nothing he's doing that makes you think, oh, this guy's incredible. You no. know what I mean? He's not like mm. a like. It's not like the James Bond kind of. Yeah, he's a prick, but he's like a a, a competent prick. No. So you can see why people put up with him. No, it's weird. It's really weird. Um, mm. You know what else is weird about this film? When they, whenever they sit down in their space shuttle and it goes seatbelts and they put their arms all the way out for the seatbelts to come in. That's strange, isn't it? Well, that's probably just something that you do in that world. Yeah, odd. <laughs> anyway, they retrieve the box and they go back to uh, the City of Thousand Planets, which is a great visual thing as well, isn't it? I love the look of this, mm. the city itself. Yep, that's really um, good. It's this big, black, hulking mass of sort of... It's like mm. scaffolding gone mad, isn't it, really? Yeah. Which, mm. uh Houses all these different. Did they say how many people are there at any point? The Three thousand two hundred species, thirty yeah. almost thirty million inhabitants. Sounds. So low. Do you think right in the middle then is the orig- original space station? Yeah, 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 it must be. I suppose, wasn't it? Yeah, 
Oh, in fact, isn't that why that that's where the um, you know at the end of the film they're getting the old oh, yeah. Apollo thing. That's in the centre, yeah. isn't it? I think. Yeah. Um, uh, although, yeah. And it, again, it's such a great idea. I'd love a, a film that is more about Just exploring yeah. this this planet, yeah. like or. Some no, sort of it's like, a good concept if there's like a generational type thing just going through going the, back, yeah, going yeah. through the pla- uh, just floating through the galaxy and then things just latch on. Yeah, definitely. I think you can make a really good like a murder mystery sort of like noirish thing in this sort of environment mm, where you're like definitely someone's killed and has to go back through different layers of it and get deeper into the yeah, yeah. 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 There's so much you could do with it. Really, it's a fantastic idea. There are mm. 200 um, different alien species in this movie. Luke Besson wrote a 600 page book describing in detail all the species and the actors had to read the book prior to filming so they could adjust their performances depending on what species they were talking to. <laughs> How were they supposed to remember that many species? Well, and like... yeah. Wouldn't you just remember the ones you've got the scenes with? Yeah. Well, they didn't, they didn't pay attention because when I finished watching this, it pops backwards with like special features and it got interviews with the cast. An interview with Clive Owen, it was literally about 40 seconds long. Clive Owen, he was going, yeah, I've played this character, he's a general something or other. Like his name, I can't, and he goes, and uh, yeah, I'm like into this like warry kind of stuff. <laughs> he didn't even know what he was, what the. Oh, he was brilliant. Clive Owen's just like cl- comedy, isn't he? Like, <laughs> he's yeah. I don't really rate him, and no, he's uh, people he's love him though. They do, don't they? It's weird. What's that one we watched before that everyone loves? Uh, uh, Children of Men. Yeah. Children of Men, yeah. It's very good in that. So yeah, they get back to base and they wear their uniforms. I liked actually Clive Owen's, you know, he's like sort of yeah. junk shop medal mm. thing he's got, yeah. like a big breastplate. Uh, again, design's really good. But he's the uh, clearly evil major from the minute he meets them. It's, it's obvious yeah. that he's up to no good. Yeah. It does remind me of the military in Fifth Element again. It's like, yeah, it's a lot of vibe, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. yeah. It's like a French colonial look, isn't it? The kind of yeah. like, the double-breasted loads of bits yeah, yeah. up and down. Y- you know the general, um, the other guy, the, the kind of the one... Main, uh, the main, one takes over from Clive Owen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's Sam Sprawl. I went to school with him. Did you? Yeah, he, me and him and Dominic Cooper were in uh, in the same sick form. We did drama together. Ooh. In fact, there was a we did a performance of Cabaret with all three of us in, so, you know... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, hey, hey. Who's who's successful now, guys? I mean, which one of you guys has got a podcast? Eh? You know. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. Weirdly, yeah. He's he, him and so him and Dominic Cooper. Yeah, the same age. Dominic Cooper. I didn't didn't know him though. Yeah. yeah okay. He's in quite a few things. He's he's never got like huge status. He's been in a few TV. I, I would scenes. say he's the best actor acting in this he's hmm. doing a very competent job of what he's been told to do and he's got a lot of t- he's, he starts off you think he's a bit dodgy then he realise he has a realisation doesn't he that he's maybe working for a corrupt government he, he feels yeah, bad I, I, I did appreciate actually how fast this film flips the government back on the good side yeah because yeah. uh, often when he because we're skipping ahead but we, it, basically uh, Clive Owen is, is like interrogating torturing one of these hmm. aliens and this Sam Sprawl finds the alien and immediately is like, this is no good. Yeah. I'm putting an end to this. Yeah. Which is, not many films do that, do they? Not many no. films are willing to say, right, we want to get these guys back on the yeah. good side straight away. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, did he have a little scar he, in real life? He, so he's, it's, uh, sorry to speak, if Sam, if you're, if you're listening, I'm very sorry. Uh, his face, if you look, he's got quite bad, his skin is like that. He's got quite a lot of like, Marks on his skin and stuff. It's right. it's just that it's just how he looks. It's, he always looks yeah. like that. Because that little scar under his nose, 
Very distracting. Yeah. I should have make up that out. Yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> it's not an HDR 4K kind of scar, that. You've got to sort those things out in the, in the modern world. Very distracting. Yeah. Or make anyway, it bigger. Not, it's not his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or emphasize it. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, we're skipping ahead. What's happened is that they've got back, and it's obviously up to no good. And there's this whole concept about there's a big radioactive zone in the middle which you can't go near, which is like a, such a <laughs> shit cover story. They jump, yeah, they jump through this too quickly. It, Clive yeah. Owen, yeah, Clive Owen says there are these evil people that are doing terrorist attacks, and they're right in the middle, and they're obviously evil, and you can't go there because it's radioactive. And they say it really quick, and and then. And then they expect yeah. you to remember that later on when they're like, hey, this isn't radioactive. Like, it's- I think it's so quick. It's such a lame yeah. uh, excuse for why people... Because surely people are going near it that aren't in the government. Yeah. Who? Because there's no like real effort to kind of contain it or anything like that. They no. just walk up to it later on, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Anyway, the, we know the plot reason why. It's because he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um, and th- they uh, they foreshadow his uh, private army of robots. These black, I thought they were quite cool. Those black, uh, yeah, like, they are cool actually. Those, yeah, really good. They're called like Tektron or something like that. Yeah, they're kind of in the background, a lot of the shots just waiting around, which mm. is quite a nice. I like his flag made of flags as well. Yes, yeah, that um, kind of makes sense as well, doesn't it? Mm. It's like yeah, it's like a European Union of spaceships, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a gla- yeah Galactic <laughs> Senate, isn't it? It's the Galactic Senate. That they go to, isn't it? Next? It's the United the Human things. Federation, in fact. That's what they Sorry. call it. But yeah, right. <laughs> It'd be yeah. lots of other species as well, though, right? In the station, I guess, in the city. Well, they're in the well, human bit, aren't they? They're the bit they're in, in the, the human, human bit. and human-like part. Yeah. We're going to get to the city in a second. First of all, the the ma- other main characters of the film were introduced, which are these three. <laughs> Fucked up looking platypus duck dragons, bold things. They've got dragon wings, don't they? As well, I, I've, I mean, <laughs> I think I'm gonna make the uh, art for this episode these guys because, yeah, what on earth is going on? Are, are these the things I think they've, they've surely them they're a reference that they expect people to get maybe because they're so they're so odd. they turn up and just start talking, so you're like, oh, yeah, those guys, <laughs> yeah, they what walk they in the car, and Levine's like, the... oh, you guys are back, and I've never seen these guys before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't what they're called. They're um, Dorgus or something, aren't they? The do- don't you think they're a bit like the things in um, Men in Black that drink the coffee? You know, the little slug the things. Bit, yeah. They're a bit like them. But annoying because they have such a big part to play in this film. And there's that awful thing where they all finish each of the sentences. So they go like, you know, ah, and then we go down to the place where the, the prize is or whatever. It's the, oh, <laughs> the Dogen... Dargus. Yes. Dogen Dargus. Right, thank you. Um, yeah, look them up. They are supremely odd looking. And the idea is they're kind of information brokers, aren't they? Which, yeah. Who appears to just have the run of the whole station because they're literally <laughs> next door. There's this meeting of all the galactic heads and they just wander around the corridor and she's like, oh, not these guys again. Sort your security out. Like, you shouldn't be having weird ducks just running around the most secure location on the station. Weird should ducks you? in nappies. Yeah. It's so strange. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Not fun to look at. Um, they're outside the uh, Galactic Senate. And yeah, as Chris says, we start to see some other species. I liked the big, you know, that big like clown thing that was like <laughs> oh, yeah. lots of like red bulbs on a yeah. um, absence of head. Yeah. Again, you want more of this, don't you? Don't you yeah, think? Like you want more, more of this. this. Like you said, you want more of the market. You want more. This could almost be two separate films. Yeah. He's kind of, he's, 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 he's kind of, he's kind of, Going through his locations and his stuff too quickly. Yeah. Mm. 
And, and the only person who talks in this scene is Clive Owen, isn't it? And yeah. he's the least interesting person there <laughs> by a long way. Um, anyway, it's all... It ends quickly. They're all attacked by the... Excuse me, the Avatar people. Uh, but Valerian has the foresight to put a little breathing tube in his... Oh, no, it's not a little, a little spider in his mouth, isn't it? Who comes out <laughs> and... Anyway, whatever. Who whatever, yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, we're into the shit again now because Valerian is... It's Valerian's hero moment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a bit that really annoyed me in this when he asks for directions, how the quickest way to get to where he's going is, mm. and she tells him it's to go this degree, 118 degrees. Mm. It takes mm. him way too long to work out. <laughs> he goes like 45, 48, 52, like very slowly goes round. Hey, you know, there's a wall. Yeah, it's a wall, <laughs> Right. But then he just goes straight through the wall. If you can go through walls, why are you asking? Why are you bothered about the fact she's pointed you at a wall? She knows what you're capable of. Yeah, yeah. You've asked for the fastest route, and then halfway through that, he goes like he complains again, doesn't he? He goes, "Oh well, this might be the fastest route, but it's certainly not the easiest." Yeah, it's your fucking job, mate. You asked for the fastest. I love your route. voice. But then there's that really weird bit where she he wants to pick up the spaceship, and she says, "I'll go through number 18. And he's just yeah. falling through space, and she's like, "Oh, sorry, it was 81. eighty-one." But the like in any other film, that would either be funny or dramatic. But they're just like, he's like, "Oh, I'm falling through space," and she's like, "No, oh, do you remember what he says? I'm sorry, it was the other one." Like, well, no, what's no, he but do you remember what he, says? he goes, "That's okay, everyone makes mistakes." That's what he says. That's the line. But, but I just don't understand how that makes that a joke. Then that whole no, no. sort of it's really sequence. weird. It's stupid. No, it's, it's really, really so weird. poorly written. Yeah. They're so clearly going for like some Han Solo level bants, aren't they? And yeah. just missing the mark. Zero bants. Miles. Zero bants had. Um, and it's this, it's, this, uh, it's basically Last Jedi level bants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this whole sequence is extremely Star Wars because he he chases the ship, doesn't he? And it's like the Jedi. It's like the um, second Death Star chase through the yeah. middle of it, isn't it? With mm. Going past the pipes and stuff like that. It's all. He r- does r- do r- that r- really r- cool thing where. I think he does it when he goes through the walls and he does it when he falls through in Big Market that you see like almost like five locations but as it yeah. really quickly in succession you just see these locations. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a really clever like it looks really good because you're just like whoa, whoa what is all that? Like it yeah. you know whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Valerian's more like whoa, oh, whoa that man. was insane whoa. dude that's crazy <laughs> um, dude <laughs> It would be a, it would be better if he was a stoner. They should have just yeah. They should have said he's just a massive stoner, and that's why he's so slow and like got that voice and those eyes. Yeah, they should have explained it in some way, shouldn't they? Yeah. Or like he'd got a really famous dad or something, which is why he'd got the role he had. Or like, he was like a really old stoner, and then they like de-aged. He had like some de-aging treatment, yeah, like yeah. some yeah. super. That's why he'd slept with all those women. Yeah. Yeah, he'd been around. Yeah, he's basic. Yeah, he's basically like an old rocker. Yeah. It make more sense. He vanishes now mercifully. Yeah. He goes beyond the forbidden zone. And the film kind of gets a bit better at this. Like, for a moment. Before it gets better, though, um, when he does vanish and they go, you've got 20 seconds till you go into the zone we can't make contact with you. And they keep saying, we cannot make contact beyond this point. He goes beyond point. In about five minutes, she shouts at the thing, Valerian, Valerian, Valerian. (laughs) It's just, and you've literally, you've spent so long explaining to us that you you literally, there is no way you can communicate. Yeah. So you know that. Anyway, things like (laughs) that really bug me. Just shout louder. Just shout louder, though. Yeah, just, (laughs) that's all it needs. That's what she thought, and I want to try shouting (laughs) louder. Um, The birds come back, and... They have a big role to play now as they take... They, she sort of bribes them into taking her 
down into uh, to find where he's gone. This is very French. This next character, yeah, <laughs> uh, a champagne drinking pirate, cyborg who, pirate called Bob, cyborg pirate who he does. You know, you know when people like vamp and they like really. You see it in theatre a lot, don't you? People like really over exaggerate. Yeah. He's been told to act weird and he's like all like mm. Well I think they're and all trying to like make a memorable role out of it for themselves, aren't they? Yeah. Exactly. And because it's French, they they don't know when to say no, do they? So like if he's vamping up to 110, yeah. yeah. They love it. But it just I don't know. It makes me cringe. It's very cringy, that kind of thing, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um it's also not yeah. really needed at this point. You've just had a chase no. sequence. You don't need another underwater kind of Wacky chase character. with a big monster mm. whale thing. And, a, and a, it's all a yeah. bit like, do we need? Well, this, this is now? Fan- the Phantom Menace chase, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. true. Only they do the the almost being caught in the jaws thing about ten times over and yeah. over mm. and over. And it's it, it this was a weird film because it gradually gets worse. I think, and it, yeah. it's like they kind of. Like I said before, they they use the ideas up so fast, and then these ideas they really milk each section yeah. now. Of like, we're underwater, isn't that exciting? Here's fifteen attempts to get away from the jaws. This thing, yeah, yeah. And Bob, like, he's just not. I mean, what even is this character? He's like not even barely in it. I don't know. It's a very short sequence, really, <laughs> isn't it? Like, so strange. Yeah. Um. I'd like to see like whether how much of this has been changed in the edit. You know how much. How much longer it it's was. long yeah, anyway. Much, I mean, it's really yeah, long. How as much they've cut out? I bet there's a three-hour cut, isn't there? A bit yeah. probably, yeah. Because because you're right. I bet there is a lot more going on. Or was um, it meant to be two films? Was this like the halfway point? Maybe. And maybe I know they definitely had a sequel planned. I read that, but uh, that didn't happen. Um, mm. Anyway, he, she, she catches up to old Valerian, uh, who's crash landed. And I quite like this thing of where there's like butterflies floating about. This is a nice like visual, wasn't it? Oh, Avatar that's really again. cool. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Um, and the idea that these are being fished by these weird uh, creatures. <laughs> yeah. I quite, to be honest, are... I quite like this next scene, the food scene. I quite like this scene. Yeah. Mm. It's all right. I, this, I don't, I'm not sure about this, these characters, though. They're a bit like... Um, uh, how can I say this about... Shit, but also like it's a bit problematic. Like it's that kind of like you know, that kind of like picking any sort of. Um, mm, yeah, I can see you're trying to say mm. it's like a tribal element. To tribal, it. Yes. Like, the way they've got like shrunken heads and the way they act. It's very sort yeah. of vaudeville racist, yeah, old-fashioned racism kind yeah, of thing. I can see what you're saying here. Which I guess that might be my 2022 woke brain putting too much onto it, mm. but it was no, very. Un- yeah, leave yeah. your woke brain at home when you go to oh, French yeah. cinema. <laughs> 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 That's the, they should have a disclaimer at the start of the yeah. film, shouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think what if it was on Disney, brain. if it was on Chinese films or like Disney, it just say this is French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the problem Please. is that I do find this this sequence funny, but because you're going yeah. back and forth between a gratuitous Rihanna sex show and or, or yeah. her, as much as she is doing a great job, her character arc is just ridiculous because and mm. it, it, it it's too much going on. I think if it just been yeah. one or another, it'd be all right. Mm. But because you've got both things happening simultaneously, it gets a bit much. Yeah, I think you're right. That the, the Laureline, Cara Delevingne trying on dresses and stuff—that is the best bit of acting she does in the film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's notable that's against a CG character as opposed to <laughs> Jane Dehan, 
who's yeah. offering a less as a as a co actor. Yeah. <laughs> then I assume a stick with a, he- a face on it when she was in the uh, <laughs> the room. But a um, panting stick. Yeah, it's all that, that. It just makes that. It just yeah. goes. <laughs> doesn't it? it? Just makes that noise. So yeah, it's just a person mm. with a stick making that noise. Yeah. Again, they ruin it though with that like when she shouts very loud at the creature so it can shout back and put spit all over her face. Yeah. But her reaction, who whoever just shouts loud at someone, why would you just suddenly decide <laughs> to just go, ah! <laughs> it makes no sense unless she knows what the payoff of that scene is, which yeah. Yeah. she shouldn't. Um, so, yeah, so that's how her arc, as Alex mentioned. Um, Valerian, I mean, this is weird as well. Ethan Hawke pops up. Yeah. There's Johnny the Pimp. Having a, he's having a great time. He's loving it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's strange casting. And... Johnny the Pimp's running a strange business where he appears to attract one punter and then give them a very long show for free. <laughs> what business is this guy running? Yeah, uh, I didn't even think it, of um, that. Yeah, where's yeah? What what was the point of what's that? What's going on? Yeah. The show is Rihanna pops out and basically goes through Luke Besson's sort of like, uh, <laughs> you know, what's the word? He's not perversions. What's the word? Catalog of fetishes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You've got a schoolgirl, you've got a nurse. French maid. You've got a French maid. It's like they were trying on outfits and he just goes, just do them all. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, he's clearly thought, I want to see Rihanna in all his outfits. How much have we got to pay her? And how, <laughs> how can I create a role where she tries yeah. on all his outfits yeah. for Well, it's funny, isn't it? It's like... It's... What film do I have to make? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing's based around this one scene. Or it's almost like they were in the pitch meeting and the, and the producers were like, look, the best bit of Fifth Element for me is that opera scene really high art there Luke you mm. did a really great job yeah. bringing some like you know modern <laughs> yeah. French high art it was cutting edge we need another musical number and he's like I know what we'll do let's just get Rihanna to strip for five minutes like gratuitous mm. is not the half of it really is it it no. is so ridiculous yeah especially as you quickly learn that she can become literally anything yeah not just mm. versions of a sexy lady yeah mm. um, and it's also it's just a bit too long it goes from mm. like a lot of films have like a little, you know, sequence where a, a girl dances, but this has mm. got to be what five minutes yeah, of solid. It's too long. Mm. Yeah, too uh, long. at this stage of the film. Yeah, yeah, especially yes. hurtling into the third act. Let's stop yeah. to watch around a strip for five minutes. Two, you know, when he's walking through that bit and the women keep approaching him, which was your yeah. opening quote. The woman in the pink hat and the girl on the swing are the princess and her mum. If you know what I mean, the alien princess right, and the uh, mum. That's right, them okay. out of cost. The voices. That's them actually. They're what they really look like. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. Yes. Again, you want more of that environment. I quite yeah. liked again. Yeah, it was a nice looking scene. Mm. Why is that weird sex street next door to this this alien kingdom where they won't let you in and they eat you? I guess it's the lowest levels, isn't it? The oldest. <laughs> oh no, actually, no, of course, yeah, that no. It's weird, kind level, of it? bit of property yeah. management, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Like. Yeah. Build it next door yeah. to the guys. Also, I find it really weird as well that like that they exist and no one's made any diplomatic contact with them. There's a big sign saying "Don't come in," and no one's made any effort. <laughs> in, to, English, like, in English, yeah, in English, well. yeah, resolve this problem. <laughs> Everyone's just accepted that. Yeah, they live here with us, yeah. but we can't go there because they'll eat us. But you know yeah. that's fine. It is strange. Um, also, uh, I wrote a note here about Johnny the Pimp that when um, when uh, Valerian frees Rihanna. He shoots Jolly the Pimp, and there's a very quick turn to like saying how she's basically been mistreated by Jolly the Pimp. Yeah, I mean, up to this point, he seems very, very personal, yeah. doesn't he? I, I didn't mm. believe that. And he's like, "Well, he won't, he won't be doing that again," implying he's yeah. killed him. But like, yeah, 
you know, he just played an organ. And yeah, I believe that she she's a refugee and she didn't have much choice, and she's had to go into this business. But he seemed to be running a very clean house. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. you say, he gave he gave that uh, Valerian an show entire for show for free. Yeah. So and even when it ended, he didn't ask for payment. He just went, ha ha, that was great, wasn't it? <laughs> That's got, just what I've happens with Moulin Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's just collecting guns up in that ceiling. Uh, that, I like that, though. That little yeah. uh, the gun unit mm, thing in yeah. the roof. Nice. Right, we're hurtling towards the finale. Um, Valerian frees Kara. Uh, uh, I forget her name. What is it? Laureline. Delavine. Yeah. From the, I, I quite like this the idea that you're just going to eat the top of her head yeah, on I love a plate. That. that was quite a nice. Yeah, she uh, thinks she's wearing like a hat, a fashionable hat, but it's just so that he could cut the top of her head off. <laughs> yeah. And she's having that big bit of lemon as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's, it he's on sprinkles it at the top. Isn't it weird as well how it suddenly becomes super violent for this one scene? Yeah. Like Valerian just starts like sl- slicing heads off and yeah. arms and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And then they just escape they... down a hole that I didn't even know was there. Yeah. It's like they just go, oh, we, yeah. It's like, how can we bring this to an end? And that was their, they like the violence. Yeah. To this point, this film is for kids, isn't it? But you couldn't show a kid this bit, could you? Because literally the top of this guy's head gets sliced off. Yeah. 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 Um, It is strange. And then Bubble dies, which. Oh, so weird. I wonder whether she was not meant to die and they saw Rihanna's performance, like, we've got to fucking get her out of this film because she's (laughs) dreadful. (laughs) Because literally, you fall into a pile of rubbish and they're like, oh, where's Bubble? Oh, she happened to fall in a bit that killed her. There's yeah. no explanation for how she died, is there? Other than... And if she could turn into anything, couldn't she turn into a, a much bigger, muscular monster that would yeah. be able to handle yeah. this fall? Or just a block of rubbish that fell down and was all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really weird. It's it's just it, very oddly. Her, her death is a completely unearned moment of, of like... Yeah. Love and affection between her and Valeria. It's all like, oh, you mm. did your best of what you could be. and Yeah. You can die happy, and then she didn't say like, "Oh, for my species, death's actually better than life." Mm. She keeps saying, I think she said like several times. She goes, "Yeah, for people like me, we'd rather be dead." But it's kind of like that. That's like the opera singer in Fifth Element as well, isn't it? It's like mm. when she dies, it's yeah. like it's fine. Yeah, yeah and he has to, and that he has to go in her guts and stuff, doesn't he? And pull out those um, yeah. that thing. Oh yeah, that's horrible. yeah, yeah. The stones. Bit weird. It's just a bit weird, isn't it? It is a bit weird. Um, so our finale we're back in with these uh, avatar people who have they're living there's no radiation shock and uh, they explain the story and there's a really hilarious bit where they show the flashback to the fleet the the human fleet over their planet and they don't show Clive Owen's face (laughs) yes but it's so obviously is what like well well, literally who else could it be we already know he's a bad guy (laughs) yeah it's good how they can do that with their flashbacks yeah (laughs) yeah um, yeah, so we're meant to wonder, and it, the payoff of that's hilarious. When they do, when he does reveal it was him, and it flashes back again, and it does that zoom camera around to his yeah. face, like dun dun dun. Yeah, mm. it was Clive Owen all along. Yeah, um, yeah. The Avatar people explain how they basically got out of off the planet, learned all about the galaxy, and the whole thing is that they're trying to, uh, well, they're like recreating their world, aren't they? Yeah, I, I did quite yes. like. Uh, as messages go, I did quite like the idea that they were like, look. We're over it. It was shitty. Humanity's yeah, shitty, yeah. but we're over it. We just want to mm. go back to where we came from. We've not. We're not going to. Yeah. Mm. We're not hunting you down to kill you or anything. We just. We just want to get out of it. Thanks. I thought that was quite nice to have. A they bit are actually a... quite peaceful, considering, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're very forgiving and very yeah. nice. Well, yeah, they're considering what they can do. They can do some pretty cool shit. Yeah, they, it's like... they just immobilized people, didn't they? They didn't kill yeah. people. Um, 
and they need the whole thing is they need these pearls, don't they, to power this thing that will create this big. Mm. It, I don't understand what it was. Was it like a virtual, a virtual world they were going to? I didn't really understand. Yeah, they... I, I think I think it's how they. I think they can actually remake the planet. I didn't really get somehow. it. But they, cause they fl- but they flew off in that ship, didn't they? But the planet yeah. was like contained. It was like they went into the planet inside the ship, wasn't it? But yeah, I, didn't really I think they this. can remake. I think the idea was that they can like reconstitute the planet somehow Stuff together, right? I mean, I suppose if that thing can poo out infinite matter, yeah, then they can do anything, can't they? Really, yeah, in some form or other. Um, That's a stupid bit. When so they need the pearl and they need the dragon, yeah. and he gives them. They give over the yeah. dragon really quickly. Like, oh, here, here's yeah. your dragon. And then she's like, oh, and here's your pearl. And he's like, whoa, no, don't give them that. And she's like, why? Why not? Why shouldn't we give them that? And then they have to have this big, silly conversation about, yeah. like, love and trust. And he's like, as, but as why? why already, would he? Yeah. He's, he's already so unlikable. Yeah. And they decide to make it that he actually wants to, like, side with the bad guy now and not let them have their own property. Yeah, back. but also, why yeah. was he giving them one thing? But why does he not object to the one thing being given? But... The, well, no, it's the pearl he gives, isn't it? He won't oh, give the little creature back. And he's like, that's property of the government. <laughs> And she's like, the whole conversation is basically, have you not been watching the film we've been watching? We, we destroyed their planet, fucked them over. They could have killed us and didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all we want back is this stupid little armadillo. Like, we should probably just let them have it. No, it should go in a zoo. <laughs> yeah. It belongs in the museum. Yeah. Although you could make it eat, like, gold. And it yeah. shit gold. Maybe. Yeah, well, they, ne- anything, they never yeah. say that. They never say it could eat so they can solve all the whatever crisis do they they're just like well they never explain like yeah like because really you'd think that'd be it'd be interesting if you'd got one sector government who's after it for the fact it was so powerful mm. but really yeah. all they're bothered about is the cover-up of the fact yeah. that they destroyed the planet yeah mm. yeah which makes even less sense why valerian's so arsy about handing it over because because no one actually wanted the thing in the first <laughs> place did they yeah no um, and what are they like worried of like public opinion or something it doesn't no one will really even know this sense. happened will they i mean no, it was all yeah. covered up. No one remembered the planet existed. Yeah. I don't know, it's weird. Anyway, Clive Owen is not happy with the situation and <laughs> I, I quite appreciate that he they stick to... Because they're going to bomb the place, aren't they? And it all stops just in time. And they go like to Clive Owen, you're going to confess then? And he's like, no, annihilate them. <laughs> quite a nice little <laughs> twist. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which, which gives us our final fight. We finally see these little robots banging around. It's not very good, really, is it? No, it's no, it's not very good. The robots do look cool, though. It's mm. very. It's obviously a set as well. Like they show Valerian like crawling up the side, of everything, and he gets a little mm. shoot, doesn't he? It's like Funhouse. Like they use every little bit of it to get <laughs> up and down, and going around it. Yeah, Funhouse. And it ends like it ends in a way as though they couldn't work out how to end it because literally the ship just like blasts out the side of the space station. And just flies. <laughs> oh, that's up, it because the bomb's going to count down, and there's been that guy yeah. who's been in it all the way, the admin guy who's been in it all the way through, yes. and Sam Small's just shouting at him like, "Deactivate the." deactivate the bomb and he's just like <laughs> but he just, he he also, just keeps he... shouting at him until it happens like that guy as well the admin guy like he goes across all the, fu- the fire of the robots doesn't he he goes across the room like shooting everyone <laughs> doing backflips and stuff like that while that the, the admin guy is just sat there <laughs> yeah. turn it off turn yeah. it off yeah. it's very strange um, yeah yeah they, they jet off into the future and uh, Clive Owen is left um, dangling yeah what annoyed me here was Valerian and Laureline end up inside this old, um, is it an Apollo probe? It's some sort of yeah. probe, isn't it? Well, it's supposed but, to be the like an Apollo command module. Yeah, but, but they've, got, they've got gravity, haven't they? 
Yeah, and it's just way too big inside. Yeah. Like it's it's it like have been pressurized in a modern take on. Yeah. It also, it was funny here where they go, oh, uh, they're going to come pick us up, but it might be a while. Normally in films, this is like, they always go, it'd be three weeks, whatever, you know. Mm. It's two hours, that's what they say. <laughs> they're two hours of picking them up. Yeah, it's not that long, yeah. It's very strange. And it's so, got a little bit of like a James Bond film to, feeling to the end of this, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like they're just left in a capsule. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to they're gonna get it on. And then get married. Agree to get married. Yeah. With the most hideous ring I've ever seen, which you can't fit on a finger properly. If you see the shot, it's on a finger. It's not like yeah. it's on that bit of the finger. <laughs> she can't get it over a knuckle, which is a bit of an oversight. But, um, it was probably made by like some fashion house in, in yeah. Paris. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they got a model. She'll be really small. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot about her uh, giant fingers. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Famously, Carla oh, they got an English, no, a stupid English model. She she's not so skinny. <laughs> and there it ends. They float off into uh, into space. Yeah. And Luke Besson ends with it. He said, "To my father." Song at the end. To my father. Oh, I don't. And then there's a song about being a man. Plays oh, that's really awful. weird song. But yeah. I couldn't. Was that Rihanna? I'm I guessing. didn't know. I tried to look at the soundtrack. It didn't seem to be. Um, uh, I couldn't work it out what that song was. But it was terrible. It's a very weird end, like a weird end song. It might be a uh, Wyclef Jean. No, that's Praz. that's the uh, when they're in the Wyclef sex market. Jean. That's the staying right. alive song. Right, right. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Quasimoto, that's instrumental. <laughs> Charles Bradley, I don't know. Anyway, it's a rubbish. Song. Do you know there are two thousand seven hundred thirty-four visual effects in this compared to one hundred and eighty-eight in Fifth Element? Mm. I think it is a, a travesty. It was not nominated for any sort of Oscars or awards for visual effects. Yeah. Because it looks, it's it's such a, I'd be so annoyed if it was for like this. production design or something. Yeah, yeah. Like. costume. Every, yeah. All the art department, all that side of it, yeah. it, it is so brilliant. Mm. And it's just such a shame mm. they're saddled with this yeah. film, isn't it? And also, he chose not to shoot it in 3D because he thought the 3D, he thinks that 3D cameras are too heavy for his style of filming. And because he does, he is a cameraman as well. He knew that yeah. that wouldn't work for him, so that's interesting because mm. it, it feels like almost it should be in three D. How it, it was in three D. It was released it was in three D. Oh, yeah, did yeah, they three yeah. D it then, or was it like post three D? Well, yeah, it would have been. It would have been post, yeah. But it was a big, um, yeah, well, a big go, thing. Then. It was the fact it was three D. I think. Did it look good? I think even literally. I think. I think on the uh, an IMDb or something, it's described as a three D oh, space yeah. opera. Oh, okay. like, it's literally that. I mean, in that chase sequence, you can kind of see where they would use it, mm. yeah. like three D. Yeah. Oh well, he didn't but shoot it in three D anyway, so. Um, it opened alongside Dunkirk and it massively, massively, yeah. massively flopped. It was a huge flop. Made $40 million in America. Uh, it had a budget of $209 million. Uh, it needed to make $440 million to break even. <laughs> it came, <laughs> came nowhere near choice. You wonder wow. what is going on at no point in anyone's mind did they realise this is not going to happen. You know. No stars, like, yeah, no star power in this film. I mean, he's known director. Even the title of the film isn't no. the sort of thing that's going to get... It's not inspiring at all. No. So they were, and really, were they literally just banking on the fact that Luke Besson made Fifth Element and people like that, so therefore they'll like this? I mean, it's France trying to do a Marvel, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. That's what it is. It's, it's France thinking, we've got a, got a comic. Yeah. Let's do a Marvel. Yeah. Let's do a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing. And mm. That... The title is so um, unwieldy, though, that yeah. Yeah. 
it feels like it's a translated title type thing, isn't yes. it? It's mm, like a, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you'd call it though, because Valerian by itself isn't a great title either. Is it? I don't know what you'd. At least it's simpler. It's one word that you could try and mispronounce. Valerian. Yeah. Yeah, it should have probably just been the two names because that it's got yeah. more about it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, anyway, it's uh, yeah. Not going to be a sequel, although apparently he keeps saying there's going to be one, but good luck with that, mate. Not unless someone wants to lose 300 to oh, again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> although I would rather see a sequel to this than freaking a, a Battle Angel Alita, mm. which you, you mm. keep saying there's going to be a sequel to. Like, they could, Well, you keep reading that it might happen. Yeah, like, I'd rather see a sequel to this, Like, although maybe yeah. recast it. And someone else write it. I mean, I think that's for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. The biggest problem with it is the script. I think it's so poorly yeah. written. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the problem with it is, and and also, yeah, they, they can't act and all this sort of stuff as well. But I think the 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 script and the plot is the general problem. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, overall, just just that, yeah. just that small trifle. <laughs> uh, right, Alex. Final thoughts. What do you think? I think, think it about looks this? brilliant. I think it's got some really good ideas in it. I like all the like yeah, costume, the uh, set design, the effects, all of that. Brilliant. I think, yeah, having it if you're in a if you ran a bar and you just had that on the TV in the background, or the, it's one of those films, isn't it? In the background, mm. just to look at every so often or freeze frame. You know, maybe yeah. an, maybe an art book, an art book of this film would be good. What review, you know, it was just on in the background. <laughs> on in the background, yeah. In a bar, yeah. yeah. In a pub, I'm not even looking in, at it. In the corner, I'm not even looking at you. Um, in like yeah. a really loud bar, yeah. a big telly yeah. though. I'd have it on a big telly. And the, Right, but yeah. behind the bar. Too. Yeah, behind the yeah. bar. Yeah. Uh, maybe on more than one screen. Uh, no, but the, the, yeah, the acting is, it goes from, yeah, Sam Spool's doing his best to people who are just terrible. Dane and, yeah, Kara's okay. But the, the main guy's awful. Yeah, the script's awful. All the romance stuff is just such a misfire. It's unbelievably, it's, un, it's painful. It's almost a bit painful to watch. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah basically, yeah, looks good, sounds crap. Chris? Yeah, I'd go with that. It's a shame, as you say, like, because they've got kind of a lot of the elements that you need there to make something quite cool. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a shame they couldn't find any, like, good writers. Yeah. Or, and it is kind of, it's kind of like this French aesthetic in storytelling, which mm-hmm. they've kind of superimposed this Americanism onto it. Yeah. And it doesn't quite work like... I think Fifth Element worked, um, but they had some star power with that, though, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't actually know what they were thinking with this. I don't really. <laughs> no. I think one of the problems is is that if you're if you're French cinema, BNP, Paribas, wherever they are, um, and you're you want to make a crossover film with a French director, Luc Besson is the big is is the most well known blockbuster French yeah. director by a mile, isn't he? So you kind of got to go with him, and then you've got to do it on his terms, and he will say, "I'm going to write it," because that's what he does. He writes and yeah. directs his films, doesn't he? So you're kind of stuck, really. Well, he, yeah, he has written a lot, and then some stuff he's written and not directed. But yeah. they're normally just. Mm. But that's the, that's the weird thing. The, the stuff he's written and not directed are normally very tight, punchy mm. action films that are actually, that, yeah, they're they're cheesy, but they're very tight. Mm. They're not like you just you get one mm. one concept and then it just runs all the way through. Like, but you you wouldn't ever like. Say they're written well, like the no, they're not. No, no, they're not yeah. written Lucy well. is terrible. No. Lucy is really dog shit. No, that's the only film no. that's so bad that we were going to watch it for the podcast and didn't. I think. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Um, yeah, so it's a shame. 
It is because I actually think Cara Delevingne could probably do stuff in the right genre. Yeah. You think, uh, have you seen her, yeah. Suicide Squad? Yeah, she's, she's abysmal in that yeah, as well. Yeah, she's pretty bad in that. <laughs> Absolutely abysmal. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. If it just so, been, I think if it had just been her and not him, it might have been a better film. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, de- without a doubt, any film without that guy... just thoroughly... You know, I mean, you just see the poster and his like face, mm. and you're just there going, "Why it's, the hell would I want to watch it's you?" It's really weird, like how he's so unlikable, and they double down in every aspect of him. Are look, they trying he's... to go for like a teenage girl like emo? Yeah, sort of. I think so. they were. But the thing is, they, there's not enough of them to pay back all this money. No, no, no. no. You can't just appeal to that audience, and and if and, and for something a property like that, you need something like Twilight that is already so huge. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, also, the, 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 the poster says, from the legendary director of The Professional, The Fifth Element, and Lucy, <laughs> right? No teen is going to go to that film based no. on that poster, are they? No. No. You know? No. Anyway. No. Yeah, I, I'm basically in agreement with you two. It looked lovely, and that's it, really. It's dragged down by everything else. Where does, it, where does it go? I mean, it's not, I mean, it, Fifth Element is like 25, I think. It's really 29. High that's very high. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great film. Um, it's nowhere near that. It's nowhere near that. No, it's it's right down. Um, um, have we got anything else visually exciting, but otherwise rubbish on the list? I can't think of anything. Elysium? Sort of area, maybe? Superman? It'd be lower than that. It's tough, because... It's a real like one out of ten for me in terms of plot and mm. action stuff, but it's a kind of an eight, strong eight visually. So it's a real mm. hard one to. On a, on a treasure planet. Oh yeah, that's kind of a good shout. Where's that? Uh, one two four. And sunshine. Yeah. See, I would say sunshine to me looks really good, and but I hate the plot of sunshine and the the the, the, the I hate the plot in sunshine. It... I'd say that sunshine and treasure planet have got more competent pop plots and acting than this though. Okay. Logan's Run is below Treasure Planet though that does not have I think this is too high I think we need to get lower than this Mm. actually no Elysium is a good shout as well because that looked really good but the story was terrible I think lower lower than that okay I don't know you've got your sort of Galaxy Quest area 177 Attack of the Clones that kind of area Waterworld Attack of the Clones see I thought Waterworld because of the flop yeah fair enough yeah yeah, I'd be happy with that well, toys, toys. Mm, there you go. Toys. toys is another visually uh, that, spectacular film with a very odd. Correct. Apart from yeah. LL mm. Cool J, really terrible acting. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it? Would you call it better or worse than Toys? It, I would watch Toys. I think I would. Yeah, this, because I Toys is yeah. is really original. This is looks yeah. a bit like Fifth Element. So, cool. One Mixed six, with one. Guardians of the Galaxy. We haven't done Guardians of the Galaxy, have we? We have done the first one. Yeah, did that really, really early on. Yeah. Was that our second episode, I think that was. But that was fan, fan service. <laughs> yeah, um, that's when we were trying to appeal to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before we knew there was no point. Yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. Our two hundred twenty-fifth film enters the list. I'm glad we watched it. Thanks to whoever suggested that. I forgot his name. He's a guy who was in a red state, but was a blue in America. Yeah, that's a, it. Was a good. It was a good, good pick. It's a good pick. Yes, thanks a lot. Uh, next week we conclude our 2017 look back <laughs> with Chris's choice. Covenant Alien Covenant. 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 Alien Covenant. Yeah. Try to, to, to be Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant. 
I'm Alien being Covenant. Well, yeah. Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant. Covenant. <laughs> Help me play this flute. Uh, would you like me to do the fingering? <laughs> <laughs> I think that has got. I know it's one of the worst lines in cinema ever. Maybe. I mean, it's up, <laughs> there. up there. It's got to be up Definitely there. Up there. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's we'll next that week. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that film had another bad. Anyway, no, it's next week. Doesn't matter. Right. Okay. Alien next week. Correspondence. Nothing to report. Uh, follow us everywhere. Sci-fi rating. Get in touch. Tell us your films, etc., etc. Oh, check out my new podcast, Vanity and Presumption. Forgot to plug it last time because mm. there's three episodes up now. Uh, on exclusively available on Spotify, which sounds like I've got a deal. Yeah, with I was about out. to say it sounds like it sounds like you know, <laughs> that's very clever. Yeah. That sounds like they're sponsoring yeah. you. <laughs> it was clever until I undermined it immediately afterwards. But never mind. Right, join us next week for Alien. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Right. Bon- oh, but what's what's French for goodbye? Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Come on, bonjour. <laughs> I was going to say bonsoir.